Hello, my darlings. Welcome to season four, episode thirty-one of Ella Speaks. I missed you all so much. It's really good to be back. Situational depression. If you ask me to describe depression, I would say it is like being stuck in a deep, dark hole you cannot climb out of. You look up, and you see a way out. You know you can actually get out of there, but it just seems the more you try to reach up, the more you feel that opening is further away. In fact, it even seems like you're further sinking into the ground you're standing on. You want to climb out. You want someone to notice, to help you. But then you lose hope. Because it seems no matter how much you try, it's not working. No matter how much you yell, no one's coming. You then start to wonder if you should just give up. Depression happens when we recognize that we have a problem, and at the same time, we sincerely believe there is no way to fix that problem, even though deep down. We wish we could. We just might not know how. Now I must put this important point across and say that I am not a medical doctor. I am just someone who has been through depression, and my personal my personal opinions expressed here should not be taken as a professional doctor's. To me, depression is honestly not a Chemical problem, but it's more of a spiritual problem. It honestly takes more than a pill to heal depression, and it all starts from your thoughts. Nothing can happen without thoughts, because what depression actually is, is blocked emotions and unhealed trauma that, for some reason, has not been resolved. The advice I'm about to give is more for people who are going through situational depression, and not clinical depression. In brief,、um, the difference between situational and clinical depression is that situational depression is a short-term stress-related type that happens as a result of a traumatic event. Or a major unexpected change in a person's life,、uh, for example, a breakup, a job loss, a medical condition, a death of a loved one. Sometimes two or three things happening all at once, and it, it becomes a struggle to come to terms with these sudden changes, and it puts you in a state of shock, and you feel stuck, and you're unable to comprehend. What or why these things happened, and situational depression is actually the most common type of depression that many of us must have experienced at some point of our lives. Now, clinical depression, on the other hand, is a lot more severe, and it is a long-term、uh, type that interferes with how you go through the day. You often feel,、uh, what is the point anyway? 
and you sink further and further into the deep hole I spoke about earlier. And this type of depression starts since early childhood or as a result of some traumatic experience that you did not resolve for whatever reason. So it's a very long-term type of depression. So the symptoms of both are very similar. That feeling of hopelessness, crying every day, you feel unworthy, your weight changes, you either gain or you lose a lot of weight. You're unable to concentrate on anything and you even lose interest. So there are actually many, many types of depressions, but like I said, I will only speak on what I know and that is situational depression. And the one thing I can say about situational depression is that it does get resolved on its own time. However, if you feel you're not getting any better and only feeling worse than before, then perhaps it's time you seek professional help as it could become more severe. I honestly believe that therapy is something a person should consider, whether you have mental health issues or not. I don't know why some people in Mombasa shy away from it. Getting therapy does not mean you are crazy or damaged. If anything, it makes you brave that you want to empower yourself and be motivated to have a better lifestyle. It will improve your mood and help you to see things with a fresh perspective. And while it is great to get therapy, you have to remember that you cannot solely depend on a therapist in your recovery. The work you do when you come out of that office will be equally important. So what are some of the ways you can heal from situational depression? Well, the first thing you have to tell yourself is that there is nothing wrong with you. Do not think you are flawed just because you feel nobody understands. Some people might be there for you when the tragedy in your life has happened. But over time, they might start to make you feel like you have to just get over it. And because of that pressure, you might listen to them and brush aside your unresolved feelings because of, because of them. Do not do this. Your healing is your business and yours alone. No one should tell you anything about how you should feel or give you a timeline of when to get over it. Second, you have to accept your depression and set the intention that you want to recover. This too shall pass is a mindset you need to develop. I've been through situational depression twice. The first time was when my long-term boyfriend left me for my best friend. I went through a nervous breakdown and depression that took quite some time to heal. I would say, I would say two years. 
The second time that I went through situational depression was when my cousin sister, who I was very close to, we were practically like sisters, grew up together and everything, and when she passed away suddenly, it was the worst time of my life because it affected me physically as well, and I honestly felt I would never overcome it. But hey, I survived through both of these events. It was very hard, I am not gonna lie, but it was possible. And if I can do it, you can too. So as you're deciding to get help, what can you do to heal right now, this minute? Here are a few things I did in my journey of recovery. Number one, practice gratitude. With depression, you're always thinking and thinking and thinking, and it's negative thoughts mostly of the past or even the future. You can't change the past. You can only learn from it. And there isn't much you can do about the future because it's not even here. You're in the present, the here and the now. That is what matters. Look around. What do you have that you can be thankful for? It can be the little things like food and water, or even your achievements like education or an interesting skill you have. We often downplay our abilities in this state. But when you practice gratitude, you remind yourself that you have a lot to be thankful for. Make it a habit every morning to write down three things you're grateful for. And then in the night before bed, write another three things you're grateful for. You will see there is always something you have. This must be done every day in order for it to be effective. Number two guided my meditation. When you listen to the repeated affirmations every day, they become a part of your thoughts. When you keep repeating words like, I am worthy, I am not my depression, I am powerful, it really raises your vibration. It, re it replaces all those negative beliefs with positive ones and you start to believe it. Guided meditations help calm you of all the mind clutter. And the good thing, they're easy to find all over the net and are absolutely free. Go to YouTube and search. You'll find plenty that will suit you well. Find a quiet place to sit where you won't be interrupted. Put on your headphones and just listen. You'll feel calmer once you're done. Number three, volunteer. Invest your time in helping others. For example, go to the orphanage and play with the children. See how sincere their smiles are just because of your presence. There is always something so sweet when a child smiles at you. It's uh, very uplifting to the soul. Or you can just go to any other place to volunteer really. Because the more you spend time helping others, the more you'll feel a sense of purpose. I personally love being around children because they're always living for the moment and that is exactly the kind of reminder you need. Number four, look for support groups. It helps to know that you are not alone, that you can meet other people who are going through the same. They'll understand you and even give you give the best advice on how to cope. It'll be better if this support group can be found near you. But if you cannot, 
consider joining an online forum specifically for depression where you can meet other people facing the same social media can be a good tool to use but do steer clear from any site that triggers your depression and lastly number five be kind to yourself remember you're only human it will take some time to put these tips into daily practice but keep going yes you might fall back time to time but make that decision to rise back up anyway do healthy things to heal like exercise take dancing lessons move your body in any way to release those endorphins those feel good hormones and also eating fresh foods to improve your mood be kind to yourself by treating yourself better yes 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 you can climb out of that deep dark hole you must make the decision to entrust yourself Believe that life is worth living, and you're not destined to suffer the rest of it, but to live and enjoy every minute of it, because you deserve to. Until next time, my darlings, love and light to you. Have an amazing day.